Hello everyone, this is Michelle from OverpoweredEntertainment.com and we're back for another episode of Geeks the Machine and this time we are going to talk about a surprise hit from last year uh, called Black Lightning. As my co-host today, I have Jasmine. Hello Jasmine. Hello Michelle, hello listeners. So um, let's just get started. We're going to talk about the first season Jasmine, what did you think about season one of Black Lightning overall? Okay, so we talked about this a little bit. I thought it was long. <laughs> but I understand for story development why it was long. But it And you know what's so funny? Mm-hmm. That I found this long. And this was what, 22 episodes or something? No, it was only 13. Okay, it was 13 episodes. But I can watch like a 22 episode series. And be like, oh, this feels fine. Mm-hmm. So that's probably something within me. I think you didn't want to... First first of all, I think the reason why you felt it was long is because you were opposed to the idea of the show, period. And what I mean by that is you didn't want to watch it. And then two, you don't like superheroes, like TV shows, put it that way. Because there's True. not one that you watch. So I think because of that, you're not... You just wanted to get it over with instead of just sitting there and trying to find, trying to just enjoy the journey. Like, everybody else is like, this was incredibly short, who likes this genre. So, like I said, I think that's why you felt that way is because it didn't appeal to you. I think you like more supernatural stuff than you do fantasy. Um, I, I don't like superpower fantasy unless it's within a very specific vein. I prefer external forces and you're like I like Static Shock but that was also an animation. I like the Misfits. Yeah but Static Shock okay you like Static Shock but you don't like Black Lightning. No I I, I ended up enjoying this and I will say I ended up enjoying the the journey but it felt like I was a child in a car and it took so long to get there I kept wondering are we there yet? So basically, you had to get to the point where you were trying to stop looking for an escape. Yeah. And just accepted that you're watching. Right. Like, I just got to sit in this car and just go. That's so sad. Like, basically, I had to give up all hope. (laughs) I'm done with you. (laughs) Podcast is over, guys. We're wrapping up. But ultimately, like I said, overall, it was good. It has so many good elements that I wasn't expecting. Like what? The one, I, I didn't know who this character was. This, As I said, I came in completely blank, as I do with most of the most shows. Most people came in completely blank with this character. He's not one of the most popular characters within the um, DC universe. Like, I didn't even, I literally didn't know this was DC until it was just mentioned. Mm-hmm. But I came in, and I didn't know what to expect. I just thought this was like, okay, he's basically static shock. Because I saw the poster with him on lightning. Mm-hmm. A grown-up static shock, anyway. Mm-hmm. He's also static shock's mentor. Cool. Which is one of the things that people... One of the hopes is that static shock will show up um, within the show. Since he is... Now, I don't... It's hard for me to explain like the history of static shock because... I'm not sure which came first. I think Black Lightning came first. 
and then somebody created Static Shock. And because it went over so well, DC decided to buy it and bring it into the universe. Um, but they don't have, like, the full rights to it, which is why we haven't seen a Static Shock movie or a Static Shock animated series since then. Um, but a lot of people are hoping that somehow DC will get licensing privileges from the person who owns Static Shock and um, be able to, you know, have him on a show. Go ahead, Justin. Sorry. Um, but I really enjoyed the man um, once he got his bearings. Okay, so Black Lightning, Jefferson Pierce. Mm-hmm. Okay. I enjoyed his family dynamic mm-hmm. and the issues that they touched on within this show. And I um, I don't know if you want me to say this about what you said about this show versus Luke Cage. Uh, I mean, I don't... I'm not going to shy away from anything that I said, so oh, go ahead. Okay. You make it sound like I said something shameful. No, it's just I don't... <laughs> You basically said that this was a black show written for black people by black people versus mm-hmm. Luke Cage was his, a black show written by white people. And or I, I would say non-black people. I, I understand what you're saying. Okay. Because as you watch it, you like I'm not first of all I'm not a big fan of of Luke Cage if we're being honest. Yeah. But like you said, I'm not a big fan of most superhero shows. Mm-hmm. I feel like you know what's so funny though. What. We were talking in the Batman Day uh, podcast about uh, me not liking the standard superhero show. Mm-hmm. But Jessica Jones is a mystery show, and I really do enjoy that. Because mm-hmm. she's ultimately solving crime. So I don't know what that is. I don't know why I resonate with Jessica Jones. Over black... I mean, I said black. Over Batman. Over, oh, over Batman? Yeah. I like Batman, but... I, maybe it's the way he's portrayed in this rendition. I don't... First of all, I don't know why we're talking about Batman right now. Because that just occurred to me. I enjoy the mystery elements of Jessica Jones and trying to solve that. I think it's because you don't know Batman. And I'm not saying that in a way that is derogatory. I am promise you, I don't Yeah, I didn't it take that it way. that way. Okay, <laughs> good. I meant like... It's just that you don't know anything about... Not anything, but you don't know a lot about the character... So you're just pulling from, like, fan fiction. It's like, basically, you're just reading fan fiction and you're saying that you don't like the character based off of that. And I'm just like, it's based off of what the character is, but it's not everything about this character, if that's fair. You know what I mean? Um, But yeah, go ahead, but, Jasmine. Um, like I said, I really... It was it was a lot that I, I want to talk about about this um show. Especially going in as someone who didn't expect to like this. Because I was ready to come in here telling you that I hated you for making me watch this show. I know. Like, I, like I'll say this. I don't watch, I, I feel like, the, I feel, I think this is true about me. I do not recommend shows that I do not like. And the shows that I like, I think you would like. It's just a matter of you need to give it a chance. And I feel like because I said I like it, you automatically go in expecting something. I don't know what you expect. Well, no, it's not even just that. Because I will, I will admit that if someone recommends a show to me, mm-hmm. it's very rare that I want to watch it. But when I had original, before you even recommended Black Lightning, I had seen a preview for it, and I was like, I don't want to see this because I was yeah. thinking it would be on the same vein as Luke Cage. 
Mm-hmm. And especially this is especially true for black heroes. They tend to want to save the hood. And I want to see characters that just happen to be black and are living their life. And I feel like this is the closest version. That's not fair. This is the closest version of that. That is such a not a fair statement. How is that not fair? Because you're discounting people who actually do live in the hood and you're saying it like they're not black and they're not living their black lives. Well, no, we get, uh, we have a lot of, I'm in the hood trying to save the hood black. Okay. Like, I think I needed you to say that. Yeah. Like, it was coming off offensive. I didn't want you to. Yeah, okay. Well, that's what I mean. It's a lot of of black superheroes who are trying to save the hood. And while I understand and appreciate that, I want to see a black Bruce Wayne, if you get what I mean. Okay. I don't. I want to see a black billionaire who just decided that he's going to save the world. Okay. And And I feel like most of the black superheroes that I personally have run into or seen or like whatever, who? they have been microscopic in their scope. Like who? Well, I just named Luke Cage and like Black Lightning. That's <laughs> there that, you go. That's two. Wow. <laughs> they don't even count. I'm like, you said most, like you had a nice list. That's the um, only reason why I asked. And even um but Black Panther that recently came out. That wasn't saving a hood. No, what I'm he ultimately ended up trying to save the hood. But no, what I'm he saying wasn't. is... He still didn't do anything for the hood. <laughs> he built a building. <laughs> yes, he built a building. Thank you, Black Panther, for trying to help black Americans out of racial tyranny. Thank you so much by building a building for that. He, that was My great. point is, he was still microscopic in his focus. Versus a black superhero... Who is literally trying to save the world? Well, and you I can't don't... use Bruce Wayne as an example then, because his whole point is to save Gotham. It's not the world. He just okay. happens to help every now and then. Okay, that's a fair point. But I can't remember, and I don't recall one who's doing it. Do you? You're more comic booky than I am. Storm. Okay, good point. Fair point. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Mm, hold on. Is Storm is one? Um. I can't think of like I, I'm trying to think of all the ladies, which is sad. Uh, Cheetah is she? No, she's not black. Um, it's a no Vixen, but is Vixen just a neighborhood one? I don't know. I don't know. I think Vixen isn't because I know she was a part of the Justice League, but I don't know outside of Justice League if she just concentrates on. I think DC is set up that way though. To be fair, because every superhero including Superman, is concentrated in the city that they're in. It's only when something really big happens that calls them out of their city do they go. You know, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear you. Okay, so let's move on. I'll say what, I, I, I'm i sure you guys got a hint of it. I don't know. But I did like Black Lightning um, season one. Um, I didn't have very many problems with it. And like Jasmine said that I said, I think this is a show you can tell that it's written by black people about black people. And I think why that is important is because I'm not saying that non-black people can't write not, I mean, black characters, but what I'm saying is it gives it a different context and I'm able to pick up on certain things that I don't think the average person who is endowed into what it means to be um, a minority in America would get. Does that make sense? 
Am I being fair with that, Jasmine? Mm-hmm. I, I'm okay. So I I enjoyed it for that reason um, alone, just that alone. Um, I, I'm sure it's like how people like The Wire, who lives in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Even though it's a terrible portrayal of Baltimore, but because it's about you know, because because it's you about know, your real life in Baltimore. Yeah. So like that's what it's like. Um, I. Definitely like the family dynamic that they have. Let's talk about that room. Yes. So okay. how? All right. So I'm, 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 yeah, I'm in here. I see. You because... like, I'm trying to host. You won't even <laughs> let me set up the question, but go ahead. Because it's very rare that you see a healthy black family. And mm-hmm. I don't think that people appreciate that who aren't within the community. If you get what I mean. I need you to explain for that very if you briefly. Okay. If you aren't black, then you don't realize how many unhealthy black relationships are portrayed on TV. Mm-hmm. And watching this, I it resonated so much with me. Because you see a father who is not a drug addict, drug dealer. He is taking care of his children and trying to be the best example that he can be. Mm-hmm. You see a mother who is co-parenting. They might not be together in the beginning. But there's still a lot of love there. And Wait, I, I just want to say something. What I really enjoyed about this co-parenting thing, yes, it was healthy. But what I enjoyed about what I really enjoyed about it was the fact that they were living at home with their father, not their mother. And that's not something that we see often, like the father being the primary parent um, within that situation. But go ahead, Jasmine. Yeah, but you also see, like you see the dynamic that there's still love. They do family dinners. Mm-hmm. And it's it normalizes the black family. Yeah. And I don't think that we have enough shows that do that. Yeah, like, because uh, it's this whole stereotype out here about blackness and what it means to be black and how black people don't know who their parents are, their fathers or some crap like that. And I'm like, no, I, I, I know who my father is. Um, I grew up with my father. Um my father definitely was a part of my life up until the point where he died. So I don't understand where this whole thing is coming from, where this is normal. You know what I mean? I just don't understand where like that stereotype came from. Even within the context of me growing up, most of the people, most of the kids I knew who were black, both of their parents were either in the household or they were co-parenting. Um, yeah. They you were know active what I mean? in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very active. Like, it was only one person on our block whose parents were divorced or separated or whatever. I don't know their situation. But we always saw her dad around. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, it's just like, it doesn't make any sense where this whole thing came from. Because the because if you look at other um, racial groups, they also have, you know, um, high divorce rates and things like that. But it's just really weird that we decided to take that negative stereotype and push it on um, minorities and you know not all minorities on the black family specifically yeah, yeah but um go ahead jasmine i uh, like i said i love the relationship and the dynamic i appreciated that they featured a prominent lesbian in this because which was weird well see this is why i appreciated it uh-huh. black people tend to have a stereotype where they hate gay people yeah and that's basically because it's rooted in church and they it, it's a whole religious undertone with that yeah, but I appreciated that they did not care that their daughter was a lesbian because it shows the real life of people 
No, I just once again I disagree with that because you're <laughs> discounting other groups of people who are not privileged enough to have a family that well, not uh, only supports yeah, that but okay. understands that. I I agree with you. Be, okay, that, that was not my intent. My intent was to say that there are a lot of families. Mm-hmm, I dare say the a, vast majority that would accept their child. I wouldn't even say a vast majority. That I would say like you got fifty fifty. I would say fifty fifty. <laughs> that accept their child. Yeah, and uh, no matter what. Yeah. So but the reason why you? I said okay the, for for the lesbianism, the reason why I said it was weird because for me it came out of nowhere because I didn't know the character, but I like you said I really appreciated their response to that, which was you know she's with her girlfriend. Now the problem I had with that whole situation. Was that everybody knew that she was just messing around with the girl and the girl was nothing to her. And I was like, yeah, wow. And that was definitely a bad stereotype for lesbians. Yeah. Like, I, like, that's like the problem that I had. But other than that, I was like, Go, what? Go ahead. You know, do you. But I do have a problem. Now, I hate to say this, but I do have a problem with the fact that they made the black woman who was in love with, you know, the main black female character. Um, who was in love with her, a disposable person, but they added another racial group in and made her like she's going to be her end game. Um, I don't know. Is if you, she? Yeah, she is the end game. So I, I just assumed she was just one of the many on the road to find. No, she's the end game. She's the end game. So like that's the only problem that I had with that. It's just like I wish they would have broken up because of like you know like a mature situation. But, you know, I guess that's true to the character and where she is mentally at that point. Um, You know, but it just, like, it really bothered me because it reminded me how a lot of men uh, treat women stereotypically. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I agree with you. But the... Is that true to the lesbians that you know? I don't know any lesbians. uh, I do. And there's oh like, no, that's not true. I do my. I was about to, I, I you was about to out the person. <laughs> well, no, she's been out, but not like, she's been on a massive from, scale. Like, yeah, geez, Michelle. But <laughs> I like I had to think about it, but I never think because like like this person I've known since I was a child, and they've been out since I was a kid. Like before I was a kid, there's no way for me. Like I don't. It doesn't even cross my mind to be like she's a lesbian. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I had to think about that. She's just like yeah. She's just another person. Yeah, and that's the way you should be. <laughs> well, yeah. So, but my point is, like, there's even a term in like the community where it's you haul and where you just have someone you live with them for a while and then you keep keep it moving. Mm. Uh, well, at least that's how my friend explained it to me. So, if you have any hate, I'm going to push that over to my friend. <laughs> I'm sure she's willing to accept that, Jasmine. Thank you for <laughs> doing that to her. But it's interesting to me because I feel like, based on what I know, this is an accurate, like, they live together. Well, how long were they together? Uh, they didn't live together. They were just staying together. She had a key to her apartment. Yeah. So, obviously, they've been together for a while that the girl gave her a key to her apartment, but... Um, what's her name? Anissa lives at home with her father. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's why I said I had a problem with that because she was willing to throw the relationship away just because a girl smiled in her face. 
That's true. I, and I think that was um yeah that, that was, was terrible. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Okay, it was, it was demeaning, and they should have done better for that relationship. They really should have. Um, how do you feel about the portray? Well, you're an only child. Okay, so I'm gonna say this, and then you comment on it. I really loved how they portrayed the sibling um, dynamic between Jennifer and Anissa because that is so me and my sister when we are at our best. And what I mean by that is we, um, you know, you joke with your siblings, stuff like that. Like, well, you and I, Jasmine, you can look at us as siblings, how we joke around each other and then we get on each other's nerves and stuff like that. I think they did a really good job um, showing that dynamic because... It honestly feels like in some shows where they're supposed to be siblings, they're not really siblings. They're just like, this is a stereotype of what a sibling should be, which is we always get along. Think of Full House like that. See, and that's or... how I feel about siblings. In my head, that's the image that I have. Also, side note, if you want to hear two only children talk about sibling dynamics, listen to the Supernatural podcast. <laughs> that's so sad. <laughs> Uh, y'all don't know what it means to be a part of a healthy sibling relationship. Like, <laughs> we don't, you or an unhealthy one, like, like legitimately, it's hilarious because we're like, so do siblings actually do this or? <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so sad. But this is I, so sad. <laughs> this is why you guys need to have more kids. There shouldn't be any more only children. There should be. If you can afford one kid, just have the one. Don't have the one if you can only afford one. Wait. Because <laughs> then we're going to have more people like Jasmine and Adelaide. <laughs> Amazing people. That don't know anything about being in a sibling relationship. Also, statistically, we are better sharers and we get along better with other people because we didn't have to share. Not and true. we both know, comparatively, I am definitely a better sharer than you. I will give you that only because I don't see the point in sharing. <laughs> I really don't because you have your own. I don't get it. <laughs> I just don't understand it. Like you're like the type to like, yeah, we're sharing. Like yeah. for instance, when like, I get food, yes. Why do you need my food, Jasmine? You're like you could get your own food. I just no. want to taste. Like, and this is we have this conversation at restaurants all the time. Hey, you want to split an appetizer? You could just get your own. Right, but I want to split the appetizer. Nope. Exactly. This is why you need more only children. No. You split your appetizer. That just tells me that you don't know how to make choices. No, it doesn't. That tells you that I'm good at shit. Anyway. No, you're bad at You're indecisive. Like, that's something that indecisive people do. No, it's not. No, it's not indecisive. I'm sorry. It's people who lack the ability to commit to things. Because if you did, if you could commit, then you wouldn't sit up there and be like, oh, I yeah, I need to, to sharing. No. That was no. my commitment. No. <laughs> no. Let's move on. Like, tell me, how do you feel about their relationship dynamic? Well, like I, like you said, I as an only child, I expected the Brady Bunch. So, I was like, um, what's going on? Like, why are they always, like, fighting and doing this and this and that? see them as fighting i'm like that's just normal like it's just everyday nitpick. thing it's nitpicky it's it's you like think of our relationship right mm-hmm. the only difference between us is that we will never sit and joke about your mother 
You yeah. get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's it. If your mother was my mother, we'd be like, yeah, you know what? My do this and this and that. Yeah, she's crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not calling my mother crazy, but I'm giving an example. <laughs> so, I had to put that out there because y'all not going to have me out here getting in trouble over nothing. So, I'm saying, like, that's basically, like, what it is. That's, like, for like, a sibling relationship has that element to it where you guys come together to talk about your parents. But besides that, it's basically what we have. So, with that being said, what do you think about their relationship dynamic? Uh, it was great. Like I said, it's helping siblings. They don't hate each other. They are well developed. They can have conversations. And I, the thing that I really did appreciate, and this is what definitely will happen when I live with you, the fact that she always stole her clothes. Yeah, I ain't like that. And I was like, yeah, definitely, because I would no. definitely. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> like. Like and I could all I could I was like yep that's definitely what I would do. No, I you wouldn't. I feel like you would just lock the door. Yes, I would. <laughs> I literally would lock my door. Because like I would get a. So I was even thinking about that. Um, once I get me a house, if I have like a daughter, I'm getting like one of those um smart locks in my closet so that she would have to have retinal scans and thumbprints to get in. This no. is why you have only children because no. craziness about sharing your thing it's not um, about no <laughs> see no this is called respecting boundaries the difference is i would be doing that one because most of the time they probably be picking out something that's a little too grown for them to be wearing and then two the other issue would be you need to ask first because if you give me permission i will let i mean if you ask i will maybe will give you permission to wear certain things i don't have a problem sharing i have a problem with people not respecting boundaries that is my issue mm-hmm like you There's don't respect no boundaries, boundaries yes, yes there are <laughs> there are a lot of boundaries uh, and I do respect boundaries but I feel like the line for boundaries is different for both of us yeah like my boundaries are closer to me as a person whereas you have like a bus around you a bus yes a bus you're in the center of a bus and you're daring anyone to enter no my thing is, ask permission, and then you'll be granted access if I like you. Whereas I'm like, okay, yeah, this is a cool thing. Hey, thanks. I'll, uh, and I would just send you a text. I was like, yeah, I took your stuff. It was awesome. No, that is the, the rudest thing you could do. That is a sibling thing, and I hate that. Like- that is something that I would hate. <laughs> no. Like, I remember, I still remember my brother eating all my cereal. <laughs> <laughs> he had the nerve to give me the money to go get it get another box i'm like you should have had another box of cereal that was unopened sitting on top of that refrigerator before i came home from school because that's what i was looking forward to you ruined it i had to walk five blocks to give me a box of cereal oh, five blocks yes five city blocks we're not talking short blocks we're talking about long blocks here for some freaking cereal this is why you have only children, people. No. We learn this to like, share and we don't take things personally. I feel like the problem, I feel, no. I. That's why y'all get railroaded all the time. No, Moving on. Yes, y'all do. Moving <laughs> on. All right. So, we talked about the, now, let's talk about the parental dynamic or the romantic um dynamic that's set between Jennifer, I'm not Jennifer, I'm sorry. Ew. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> between Jefferson and... And his wife, who I can't remember her name at the I moment. I thought they were divorced. Were they divorced or were they still married? 
I think they're separated. Or yeah, divorced. they're separated. You're right. Something like that. So what do you think about that relationship? Like okay. you touched on it, but I want you to go into more detail about the 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 level of romance because we only talked about okay. the parenting. I I'm of two minds about this. Okay. Mm. The first is I would have appreciated it if they were just co-parenting and there was no romantic element to it mm-hmm. because I think that would have been good to see as well. Yes. But I understand why they broke up because of his superpower, even though he hadn't used it in six years. So I don't know why they weren't back together. Because she didn't trust him. Yeah. She kept calling him a drug addict, which I didn't like either. Well, not a drug addict. She called him an addict. Yeah. An addict. And this is your drug Jefferson. And I'm, t- I wouldn't have wanted to be with her if we're being honest. Why because, because she was constant. And I understand the role she played in the story. Because you have to have a dissenting voice because everyone can't be on your side all the time. Mm-hmm. But I feel like your love interest is a, the easy way out. What do you mean? Because most of these stories, the love interest is the one who's constantly telling you that you shouldn't use your power. And it was very interesting, specifically because Not really. It's normally and, the opposite in my, um, in my experience. They normally encourage you to do that. Initially, she was, she was encouraging him. And then she changed her mind. After, after he was getting yeah, hurt after a lot. He was and getting then hurt and nearly died. And not only that, they had two daughters. Like, so, when they were in college, because he explained, like, I think he showed it to her when they were in college. So, you got to take that into consideration, too, that they were, like, 18, 19 years old, maybe 20, something like that, around that age range. And then when she was, like, put a um, a stop to it, when she said, it's either this or me, you got to think of that as being in their 30s at that point. Like, you know, what's her name? Jennifer was, like, 10 years old. You know what I mean? So, they had to be, like, 30-something. And then after that, she said, don't do this again. He said, yeah, I promise I won't. And then he did it again, so she left. That was that, like, whole situation. I'm sorry, but go ahead. But, yeah, I understand it. Like I said, I understand it, but it's very interesting to me. Oh, by the way, her name is Lynn. Because she, I wouldn't have liked her because she's rejecting a major part of yourself. But I understand that he wanted his family to be together and he loves her. Well, let me let me ask you this, okay? Speaking of rejecting a major part of yourself, this is a problem that I had with a lot of people who were in support of um, Jennifer trying to get rid of her powers, right? And they could mm-hmm. not understand why Jefferson was upset about that. I'm like, think of it this way. It's like you being a black parent, right? And you having a black child and your child... Like let's say when I say you're black, I mean like you're a dark skinned black person, right? And you're maybe your spouse is lighter skin, right? And your child comes out dark skin, but because they're they've seen everybody around them be a lighter, they decide that they hate their skin tone so much that they decide to lighten it up. Would you or so would you basically not... imitation of life where the girl passes for white? I don't know. I didn't see that. Seriously? But... Oh, you gotta watch that. That's a great movie. Okay. But my point is wouldn't you be upset? as a parent at seeing your child hate a part of themselves that's fundamental that you gave them so much. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And to say like, well, it's her choice. It's like, first of all, she's, um, she's, uh, underage. So it's not her choice. You know what I mean? 
Like, mm-hmm. I think she's like 16 or 17. She is. She's 16. So, yeah, she's underage, so it's not her choice. She doesn't get a choice in deciding whether or not you want to erase something that is a part of your DNA on that level. You know what I mean? And then, two, I would definitely be upset with my spouse for encouraging For not talking to you, at least having a conversation with you. That's mm-hmm. like, um, that's like, it, this is the closest real life example that I can give you. The, um, people who get the implants, if they're born deaf and they get the implant. Yeah. Because, as a, con, I, I can't, it's, I know it's like connocular, con, yeah. con, something like that. I can't, but I understand what you're saying. Like, and some people feel like being deaf is such a fundamental part of their reality. They couldn't imagine that even as they grow up. Mm-hmm. Cause there are parents who give their child the choice. Yeah versus the people who just say, my child needs to be able to hear, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying either one of the choices is wrong, but that's the closest real-life example I can think of. I will say, I don't know, it, it may be a good analogy, but at the same time, that will be, the example of that would be if one of the parents was also deaf and it was a genetic um reason uh, yeah. behind them being deaf mm-hmm. not something along the lines of um like you know if you have a fever as a child and you don't treat it you can you know become deaf and mm-hmm. things like that so if it's not because of an environmental influence but it's something like within Genetic. their DNA, yes. yeah so then i can understand i think that's a good analogy but at the same time if the parent who is deaf accepted being deaf and the child is not even willing to think about it not even think about it it would have to be to suffer hard. the consequences that come with it it's hard to i don't know maybe it's not a good analogy because in that assumption that person was deaf their entire life you know what i mean okay Versus well yeah that's with jennifer she just be realized she had powers okay so but i would say the and I guess you could say the thing, same thing about the whole um, skin analogy, but it would be it would have to be a situation where she didn't realize she was dark skin until she got around different people, and then she decided to change her skin tone. You know, that's what I'm saying. So I don't know. Like to me, it's really it's really weird to be accepting of someone changing a fundamental element of themselves without fully understanding the consequences of that action and what it means to the outside world to do something like that. You know, mm-hmm. like that's just weird because um, the reason she wanted it is because it was inconvenient. Yeah, it was inconvenient. Not that it was because um, it wasn't even because it was inconvenient because it wasn't. She just didn't understand it and she didn't want to understand it. She just knew she was different. Mm-hmm. That's what she said was, I don't want to be different. And once she said that, I'm like, you need to tell her that being different isn't bad because she's going to lose something amazing because she doesn't want to be like everybody else. And being uh, mediocre is, you know, overrated. Like, who wants to be mediocre? I don't know. Apparently, Jennifer. Apparently. So, um, I'm sorry. We were talking about the romantic dynamic. I like, see, this is the thing that I liked about their relationship. I like that he not only loved her, but he respects her. Um, which we don't always see when it comes to black women on TV. Uh, like, for example, if you look at um, Luke Cage, he did not show any type of respect for uh, the police officer that he had sex with, like, the first episode of um, the Luke Cage series, first two episodes. It was more like a wham-bam, thank you, ma'am, I used you, get out of my face, and then later on, I'm going to become 
a caring individual with this random woman that popped up for me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, that's the problem that I have with that. But for this, it's like, I love you. Um, it's like, we don't really get to see that same fixation with um, black women on TV that we do with various um, non-black women on television. What I mean, like, for instance, like with Superman, he is obsessed with Lois Lane. Even though she is useless to him, she doesn't add anything to their relationship. She isn't even a good grounding source for him. She is like literally, to me, just garbage on the street, okay? She is like, a, not even garbage, she's a parasite. Wow. She uses, she wow, uses this him. is scathing commentary. She is a scathing. parasite that is after him for his powers. Okay, I do. I'm. We won't leave Superman alone because I'm gonna get into something else. Um, that I did like that they did, but it's not like that. You know what I'm saying? We never get to see somebody um so in love with someone who has black features, darker skin tone. Mm-hmm. You know, different black lips, black eyes, things like that. We yeah. don't get to see that, and I was glad that they were able to show that. And not only that, she is beautiful. You know what I mean? She's beautiful. She um she's smart. She is someone who actually she can is help out the team. She yeah. and, and I think that's the thing. Mm-hmm. It's one, it's very rare to see a female who's equal to the superhero. Right. And two, she can stand on her own. And not and when I say not, I mean equal, I we don't necessarily mean with the, the same as the powers. powers. Yeah. yeah. We mean like in a relationship, let's say if you were to think of it like um in a 1950s relationship where the man was working um out in a, out of the house and the woman was working in the house, right? I would still consider them to be equal in this aspect. And this is what I mean by that. They are both equal in the amount of work that they put in to maintain that household. You know what I mean? Um, that's what out kids, that's what out kids. Cause once you add kids in, then it's not, the woman's doing way more work, but you get my point. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's, well, if you know, cause even still in the 1950s, even without kids, the woman was taking care of the man, like he was a child. And also, well, he wasn't home most of the time. He wasn't home. Right. But she still had to do his laundry, do his clothes. That's a part of housework. I don't see that as anything different. That's like like if, if we, you and I, let's say for instance, you and I live together, right? mm -hmm. And I was out all day working. Somebody would have to be in a house, keeping in a house together. That's just how that is. And I don't think that that is more or less. It's just different. You know what I mean? We mm-hmm. have different duties to make sure we get everything together. Now, if it was a situation where she worked out the home and then she worked inside the home, then no, it's not fair. Because like once women started um, working more, that's the dy- I feel like the dynamic change. Yeah, that's the dynamic. Like you still expect her to click and clean and do everything. Yeah, like that's working. not fair. Mm-hmm. Like to me, to me, it was a lot fair when it was just like you working. If you was the only one working at home and he was the only one working outside at home versus we were both working outside at home, but you also expect me to cook clean and do all the stuff. No, we need to work together to get this done. It's not, you know what I'm saying? The workload is too much for one Mm -hmm. person. But what I'm saying is that they each have um, a role to play and they work together to create something beautiful versus like i said with somebody like lois lane where lois lane's whole point is i want something from you but i'm not giving you anything back 
You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're, I'm not even really giving you my love back. I'm just giving you my adoration for what you could do for me. Because that, she doesn't love Clark Kent. Like, she doesn't. She loves. I mean, it depends on what iteration you're true, talking about. But the vast majority, she doesn't love Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. She just loves Superman, right? And what he can do for her. So it's it's it, it's very much a power dynamic thing. Hmm. Okay, so I appreciate that. Uh, let's move on. Let's talk about some of the issues that they tackle. Um, one of the things that I didn't know about is the whole thing in Africa about them grinding um, albino bones and mm-hmm. thinking. I didn't know that. Um, I didn't know that. I, I didn't know about the stereotype that albinos were can normally play villains. I never really. I only remember one albino person playing a villain in something previous to this. So um, that was. I was grateful that that was brought to my attention because um, you never know. Like. This and it is a black albino because we that's the only albinos that I ever know. So I wonder I was, if it's, I was I was thinking like are there other albinos? No, they are. They are. There are really. Yes. Oh. But I've only ever saw black albinos play villains. Um, and like I said, there's only one other one that I know of. So my question then would be: Is it really because of the fact that they're albinos? Is because they're black? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Um. I do like that they grab stories straight from the headlines. And this is what I'll say. You know, like, the whole thing that happened in, I think, um, was it Virginia? Where there was a protest and then the um, neo-Nazi. Charlottesville. It was sorry. Charlottesville. Charlottesville. Mm -hmm. All right. So, it was the whole neo-Nazi thing. And then it was, like, um, you know, the girl who died and the protest and all the other stuff. I'm really glad that they pulled that right into the story because I was watching a YouTuber react to it. And you know what they said? That never happened. That would never happen. And then the person really? that was like, yes, that literally happened. That literally happened. Really? I was like, no. Yes. No. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm shocked that somebody actually I'm sorry. I sound like what you said. <laughs> <laughs> like, because I'm like, there's that much of a disconnect. Exactly, and that is something like I'm glad that is bringing because like the thing is when you're when I say you're privileged, like I'm privileged in certain aspects and you know other things like that. But when you're privileged in one aspect, you can like block out the problems of a particular group of people or things. You know what I mean? Like if I didn't uh, have a dog, I wouldn't know half the crap um, that goes on with the yeah what they can't of eat animals. and how they yeah. Care. Yeah, so you see what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. I'm not comparing black people to dogs, okay? Mm-hmm. Just saying that. But I'm just using that as an example. Like, if you don't have the information, you don't have the information. Right. So, I was glad that that was, like, a learning experience for them. Um, well, not for them, for that particular person in general. Because a well, lot of the you can say for them, because I'm sure there's a lot of people who were doing the same thing. That's why, I, well, I was saying for him. Mm-hmm. I was trying to say, I said, I said them meaning the two people who I was watching, watching, and then I rephrased that because one didn't know about it and one didn't. So for him, I'm glad it's a learning experience for him because he got to learn about that. But also it was other issues that was being brought up that he didn't know happened in real life either that, um, that they addressed within the show. Like the whole thing about, um, he didn't know about the Tuskegee Institute he didn't know. It was like a lot of stuff that was coming up within a show. Real? What, who, what? Girl, what? Yeah. Huh. Uh. 
Yeah, he didn't know a lot of stuff. And then they had, you know, then the person who was with him, who was also a white person, by the way, sat there and took the time out to educate him about that. So I I really appreciated that that those things were being brought up. Um, Jasmine, what did you think about the social issues that were brought up uh, concerning, you know, Black Lightning? Well, I'm glad that you went first. (laughs) Because I was like, when I was watching, I was like, I was exhausted and I think it's because I am constantly seeing these things play out and they appear on my newsfeed and they appear in my peripheral all the time Mm -hmm. that I was exhausted from hearing about them again like Mm -hmm. seeing them come back like it's it's not desensitized because I I would never say I'm desensitized to it but Mm -hmm. I am so it's so common for me to see that type of thing like the little news stories about like I'm, I mean if, if we're being honest there were some elements where they didn't go far enough to me mm, like what for example um some of the stories like the pastor who got shot and the guy who got paralyzed yeah it would have been more interesting to me if they they actually went full Charleston and he had shot up the whole congregation well, that wasn't that wasn't um, alluding to that. That was more about gang violence. I understand that, but I'm saying that would have been more like you know what I mean. There was some stories that well, I think- you wanted to be. Well, the only reason why I'm saying this is because it sounded like you wanted to be about a different topic than what it was. Because they were talking about specifically gang the- violence and what happens when um, innocent be well, uh, no, because in that moment, in a crossfire, in the moment, they were upset with the pastor because he was challenging the gang so it would have sent more of a i don't know that's just one specific story but i agree with you it based on what you said i understand why that was in there and i appreciated it Mm -hmm. i appreciate it now okay but previously i thought it was like it was just a rehash of who everyone already knew and that was probably my naivety Mm -hmm. so well i don't know if it was naivety or that you were in your own bubble that you didn't know what was what is going what other people outside of your circle was actually getting you know what i'm saying because people didn't understand that and let me explain i was watching a lot of people react to this i was i only watched a couple of black people react to it um but i mostly watched non-black people react to it because i was curious about how did they interpret different things you know what i mean um and because of that, like I said, it opened my eyes to what some people knew that was a part of every, not even everyday life, that happened in the headlines recently and what some people didn't know about the history of America who were Americans. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it was interesting to me, I think, that some people who weren't even Americans were aware of certain historical events that took place that a lot of... um non-black Americans don't know about Mm -hmm. or don't acknowledge you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. so it's like it's I was just sitting there listening to those different um viewpoints but go ahead um but yeah that's basically all I had to say okay so what did you think about the overall story like what was your favorite episode (sighs) okay so this is where like I said hold on hold on one one thing I gotta do a shout out real quick I gotta give a shout out to Jill Scott Cause I loved her character. Yeah, she was it. amazing. I was so sad when she got killed. Oh my she god, she was such a good character. 
and she died for no reason. Mm-hmm. None. I'm like, why did y'all kill her off? Y'all could have killed anybody. Like, right. I like maybe she would have went into hiding or something. Like, like, oh my gosh, she was awesome. She was. Bravo, Miss Scott. You were killing it. <sighs> um, but this, this at this point. This is the point that we reached me sitting in the car and just having to deal with it because mm-hmm. it felt like it was just forever. Like I was sitting in this car and maybe it's because I, I binged watch this over one weekend or something. Mm-hmm. And I think you watched it while it was actually airing, right? Correct. So it ultimately feels different. Mm-hmm. And... I was just sitting there, like, trying to finish. Trying, like, and I remember you called me at one point, and I was so snappy. <laughs> you were. Because oh my goodness. I was all happy and in a great mood, and I called you uh, trying to give you my sunshine, and you were like, <laughs> F your sunshine. It's going to be a cloudy day today. <laughs> I don't like, bye, Jasmine. Because <laughs> I was just trying to push through. <laughs> but what was your favorite episode, though? My favorite episode would probably be the episode that she beat up the girl that the two she... girls the two girls who started a fight with the younger daughter oh uh, really yeah i really appreciated that because it gave you because the first daughter had found out about her powers in that episode i think yeah and they it gave I think you that a... was like episode two or three it was like, like it was it pretty was... early on yeah yeah but it gave you an understanding of why they could do hand-to-hand combat and it set it up so that it wasn't like a thing later. It showed it endeared you to this family unit, and that's what I really appreciated. Okay. Versus later in the season, like there were moments where you found out everybody in the family had powers except the mother, and like I also enjoyed the episode where he beat up his daughter. If we're being, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, that is like my one of my that's like my top episode. <laughs> like one, we got the um the badass costume that she made herself. It was a episode. bad costume. It was a it was costume. such a good costume. No, it, it wasn't. was it was it was such a good. First of all, it was um modeled after the costume that's in the comics. But two, the reason why I really liked it be is because that is her interpretation of what a superhero is supposed to look like, and I liked that she was able to put that together to do that. And one thing I will say, I love Nefessa Williams and how she walks. Like, it, I don't know like I know that she has her own clothing line and she models her own stuff but I'm like you can tell that she knows how to walk with power and grace you know what I mean and yeah I, I will appreci- give you that she feel her presence in the room yes I love it I absolutely love it but I did not enjoy I didn't enjoy the fight itself because I thought they did too many cutaways and stuff like that but I enjoyed the build up to it and what it meant for the characters I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Yeah, I, well, I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you. The fight itself was there, mm-hmm. but it was a good build, and I appreciated the aftermath where he was like, oh, my God, Nessa. Oh. My thing is, and it was so funny because I was watching this with my mother. My mother was like, why didn't she just say, this is my mother or something? Cause, why would she say that? Because Black Lightning is a hero, so you would assume that he was trying to help you. That is true. Right. Like, and I didn't even think about it. But I'm not sure how true that would. Well, yeah, because he saved her. Right. So I don't know why. Because, like, at first I was (laughs) like, maybe she didn't know it was Black Lightning. Because, you know, like, he said that, um, they said that 
when they're looking at at him while he's like that, it's just like seeing a large spot. Like you don't really get to see his face. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, maybe that's it. But then I was like, wait, they did. He saved them the first episode and they got to look at him and see his costume. So no, I don't understand why she didn't just say, um, I'm not trying to hurt anybody. I'm here to help. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Go but, ahead and listen. Yeah, that was a great point my mother made. So thanks, I mom. I think, like, for um, Anissa's situation, I think it was more or less, like, I want to show off. I can take on anybody. And she wanted to test herself out, and she failed, ultimately. And then he was feeling bad. Like, I wouldn't have felt bad. I'm sorry. Like, you stepped into the lion's den, you're going to get dealt with. Like, she decided to step up, and she got smacked down, just like she should have. Wow. All right, let me tell you what my favorite moments are for the series, Okay. My favorite, my favorite moment from episode one is when, um, is the flirtation between Jefferson and Lynn when she's first introduced. A lot of people couldn't tell like who she was, like, who is she? Is she somebody he's dating or dated? Um, I thought he was with like the, the other lady, you know, who was, you know, the, um, the vice vice principal. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like. But she, I love their dynamic right away. Like, also, like, they had, like, a lot of little flirting sessions that was just awesome and sweet. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I, I just love them. Um, I really did enjoy, I don't, like, Jennifer's not my favorite character because, like, she's such a, she acts a lot like a teenager. I like her more than a lot of other teenagers, how they're depicted, especially within the um, CW DC universe. But the problem that I had with her in particular was that she was um she does she didn't make good decisions if you get what i'm saying like do you like do you understand what well i think that this is my problem that i have with jennifer okay Mm -hmm. i appreciated that there were actual consequences to the kidnapping for jennifer like what and the fact that she was traumatized and she was like she didn't handle it healthily like, because remember, she had that moment where she went to drink. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Like, I wasn't even paying. I'm telling you. Because <laughs> like, I, I actually like Jennifer. And I appreciate okay. it. A lot of people like her. I just don't understand why. Right. I appreciate the way that she handled this. Like, I feel like that's a realistic teen reaction. To and she, drink? No, but to try to find external coping mechanisms. And I appreciated that her boyfriend at the time was like, look, this is not good. I've seen this. We better than this. We in here. Like, we're going to be a power couple. So I can't do that with you if you're doing this. Like, mm-hmm. and she had healthy people around her. Yeah. I also appreciated that she was like, you know what? You're right. This isn't healthy. I'm just so scared all the time. I'm just... I didn't like the wigs, by the way. Uh, I thought they were... Let's move on. <laughs> I I mean, I didn't like them. I didn't, I didn't know they were wigs. I'm pretty like, sure they were. I don't know. They felt like um, weaves, like they were sewn in. Like, okay. I mean, it's like, I'm not a wig or weave person, but I do pay, I love hair, so I pay attention. It could have been a wig, but I'm like, the way it was laying on her head, like, I was looking into all that stuff, okay? <laughs> so, I don't know, but go ahead. But I appreciated her reactions and, like, the love that she had for her father. And ultimately, I appreciated that she was the most like him, if you get what I mean. A lot of people say that, and I disagree. I don't know. I think she's the most like him in his younger years, not how he is now. I think Anissa is more like him than like how he is now, where she's more um, methodical in her decisions, and she is 
on the whole, I want to save everyone thing. She's very much an activist, whereas her sister isn't like Jennifer well, is her like sister Lynn. hasn't grown yet. Well, Jennifer, well, she's not, but she's like Lynn, where she has her viewpoint, she sticks with it, and she is against power. Like, she agrees with her mother a lot. I don't really see how, a lot of people compare her to Jefferson. I just don't see it. I do not see what they have in common, Um, even with how they approach different things in life. And to use the excuse that while she's young, I think is ridiculous. And the reason why is because then why don't people consider um, Anissa similar to her father? Because she has the more methodical brain than, you know. I feel like Anissa has the, like you said, she has Jefferson now. Where Mm -hmm. he is trying to save the community. He wants to be better for everyone. They have the same interests. And he's an activist. And he's Mm -hmm. willing to put himself on the line for what he believes in. Mm -hmm. So I will give you that. But I think Jennifer is like him in the sense that she understands. She, But I think, and this is what I disagree with you on. I think that Jennifer is more methodical. Because Jennifer is like, okay, if I, if... Once we see her, and I'm thinking about towards the end, she is actually thinking about the consequences of her actions. She is when, like, I need like I need receipts right now. <laughs> like I'm thinking probably the last two episodes. Get out because- of here! She was not thinking about none of that stuff. She's very much reactionary to everything. She does not think anything through. Every time they show her, she's reacting immediately to something. She's never sitting there planning anything out, looking at things in advance. That's why, like, I do not understand why. Um, they a are good com- example is when she charged up her father again. Like once she again, could have died. Like, once she again, she thought about it because she did not think about she did. it. She literally did not. She, she said, did not- "You could die, Dad. You can't do this." And he's like, "Yeah, you know what." Yeah, I will defend Jennifer because you can defend her. I don't give a f about you defending her. My point is that she is not. You're trying to make her out to be something that she's not. She's not methodical at any. Being methodical is you sitting there, actively sitting there, and trying to think about every single possible outcome your actions can have. Ten, not even ten. Like let's say, well, then you can't say Jennifer's methodical. Jennifer is. No, she's and I'll not. say this. Jennifer, Jennifer is. Okay, go ahead. Make your point. The reason why is because she knows what, how her actions are going to affect the community. <sighs> she does. Now, she had to learn some lessons. Like, she had to learn about her strength because she thought, like, because for so long she wanted to help the community out. Now that she got these powers, she immediately wanted to try to put them to use. I will give you that. She did not think it through would admit to use her abilities in certain instances. She had a shiny new toy and she wanted to use it right away. I get that. But overall, she thinks a lot more, I think, than um, Jennifer does. Or maybe yeah, but she's couldn't... also trained. She's more trained. Like, in the reality... They're equally is... trained. No, they're not. Yes, like, they are. No. Black Lightning is actually training Jennifer actively. I mean, that's Jennifer. What is it? No, Nefessa. what I Nefessa. mean is what is by... N- Nessa. Nessa. Anissa. Anissa, okay. But I get what you're saying. You're talking about now, I'm talking about when they first started out. They were not, like, even so, she's barely a little bit more trained than um, Jennifer is now. Barely. 
Oh, that takes me to what I really wanted to talk about. It's one of my favorite things. My absolute favorite thing about the show is the dynamic between Anissa and um, Jefferson and how they are able to come together and fight like seamlessly like we know exactly where we are we know how to use our powers to complement each other and a lot of people don't know is if you really think about um their powers all of their powers because people will automatically like yeah jefferson and jennifer have the um energy-based powers but i'm like so does um anissa and anissa has an energy-based uh based power too but her power is to nullify energy you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying yeah. So, for instance, when Black Lightning tried to strike her, it just went past her. She can, like, redirect it and nullify it. Whereas Jennifer, she, you know, supplies energy and, what's his name? Um, Jefferson can... Absorb. Absorb and discharge it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, like, I really do appreciate that it's basically rock, paper, scissors with each one of them and what they can do. And they're all, their abilities are inherently equal but a lot of people are saying that um, because of the comics that Jennifer ultimately is the most powerful out of all of them. But I don't know yet because well, I didn't read the comics. Um, there's also a thing I loved that they foreshadowed Jefferson will eventually lose his power. Why did you, where did you get that? Because like ultimately he lost it in the first season and she was like, well, what happens to a battery? Because Jen- Jefferson's basically a battery. And she was like, what happens to a, bat- a battery when it can't hold a charge? Okay. So, I feel... Well, did you not catch that? I did, but I didn't remember it. Oh. Yeah, so to me, that felt like foreshadowing that you're not going to always be able to do this to me. You got to find some other way. I mean, it is possible, but that's because they don't understand how his powers work. That, well, they have a basic understanding. Well, a basic understanding as in we know how what he can do with it, not necessarily how it impacts his body or what it will be like 20 years down the line. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. he's not... I don't, like, I don't... Like I said, it doesn't necessarily make sense what... I mean, it makes sense what she's saying, but that's like me coming up with a theory with only half the information. It's only as accurate as what you have, um, the information that you have to base it on. Mm-hmm. But, go ahead. Well, and yeah, that was also before they knew their daughter is basically a limitless supply of recharging. Mm-hmm. So. I, I mean, we never know. One thing I do want to say that's like a nice little comic book Easter egg thing that will never come, I don't think will ever come true within the CW um, universe is that Lynn is the sister of Jon Stewart, who is um, um, a Green Lantern. Really? So, yeah. So, I mean, but they never mentioned a brother, so I don't know. Like, like I said, I don't think they're gonna bring. Well, they also they didn't mention a lot of things. If we're being honest, so. Well, we still don't even know if this is actually a part of the CW um, universe because they're trying to keep it. Like this is, oh, you don't watch the show, so I can't. Like, I don't, I don't know how much of an opinion you you have on this, but. A lot of people would like for this to become a part of the CWDC universe because it's on CW right now, but it's not a part of the overall universe. They would like it just to, you know, see all the characters interact and blah, blah, blah. But some people, and I'm sort of leaning towards them right now, don't want it to do that because this show is really, really good. And we don't want you to have to... um, incorporate all the other elements from the other shows into it where it could potentially 
you know, lessen the show. Uh, what are mm-hmm. you? Do you have any opinions on this? I mean, not really, because I don't watch any of those other shows. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, <laughs> um, let's be clear. Michelle has tried very adamantly to get me to watch a wide variety of shows. From The Flash to... Are you okay? Oh, I'm sorry. I was scratching something. Uh, <laughs> on my, like, I'm drawing and something stuck on my paper. I was trying to scratch it off. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know you could hear that. Yes. My bad. But, um, <laughs> who was I talking about? Oh, um, Michelle has tried to no avail to get me to watch other CW shows. And I've tried actually myself to watch other CW shows, like Legends of Tomorrow. I would never have recommended that one to you. Um, I tried to watch Legends of Tomorrow. No, I tried that when it first, first came out. It was terrible when it first came out. Yes. Yes, it was. It was so bad. Like, and I stopped watching two, it. Got better. Also, they literally fired um, two of the people who was working on it because everyone hated their characters so much. They are gone. Never to be mentioned. Well, no. They were mentioned again as jokes. Like, yeah, you can be like one of those people, basically. I also tried to watch um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Never would have recommended that to you either. So, like, I've kind of been tainted with this. <laughs> you picked the worst shows. Like, you really do. Ages of Shield was terrible. A lot of people say that it's good now after, like, six seasons. But I'm like, who's investing? Like, I, I'm not investing all that time in that show. Um, Legends of Tomorrow was bad the first season. Second season got a lot better. Um, the Flash, I thought it started out good from the very beginning. I can't tell you about Arrow because the first couple of... I didn't like Arrow until Felicity came into the picture as a potential love interest. So, let that be said. Um, and, of course... Uh, Supergirl I can't stand I would never recommend that to you I like the first season of Supergirl second third season terrible uh, I actually stopped watching a show altogether and uh, Black Lightning Black Lightning you have your opinion on that already so yeah so but that's about where I am with these shows so. well what what do you hope to see in the next season of Black Lightning that's starting October the, well first of all initially I hope that I don't hate it again but I feel like because I'm not binging it it'll be more space in between it for me to be like, eh. We're also, um, we're live talking about this show. So if you want to watch or listen to us talk about the recaps for Black Lightning, feel free to tune in. Same time, same place, same Black Lightning. Okay. Like, is there nothing else that you're looking forward Shameless to? Shameless self-promotion. What do you mean? I mean, are you looking, what are you looking forward to in I mean, the I want to see story? Jennifer. I want to see more of Jennifer. And I want to see her grow and evolve as a character. I also want to see her boyfriend and what happens with him. How did you feel about his wig? As a natural person, I was insulted. I was not. Get out of here. I don't know why. I was just... There are a lot of people with dreadlocks that look like that. That's why I did not understand a lot of people... Not even dreadlocks, I'm sorry, with locks that look like that. I did not have any idea... First of all, he looked better with longer hair. Secondly, he looked better after he was working out to try to buff himself up. Like, what are you guys talking about? Why are you asking specifically on this about the wig? You did not oh, ask look, about him. As I, don't a I don't as care. I don't care. As a character, I agree with you. His body looked better. He was more developed, and I appreciated that character development. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about his? You got a problem with his hair? What you got a problem? Yes. What say? Yes. You don't have problems like, with his this, hair. Yes, I he do. He is bay. He is as bay a, at this point. No. Yeah. Like, I like. I do not want him. Too. I do not want him with Jennifer though. I, really I do don't. though. Like I, I like don't. the. I like it. I think it's a good idea. I think it's terrible. First of all, they're not good for each other. How she so? Is, she can't be what he needs. She's not what he needs. She doesn't know what he needs is somebody who is more stable than her. And because she's just learning about what it means to be her, she can't provide that for him. Um, she also is a child. I don't, I don't know. I don't like when I say she's a child, he's a child too. But when I say she's a child, I mean like she can't be his uh, guiding light out of the darkness that he is in because he's so depressed. She doesn't know how to do well, that. Yeah, that that's shouldn't true. be her she responsibility. That it shouldn't be, and she doesn't know how to do it. And so, then yeah. for him, he doesn't know how to be a kid anymore with the same mentality. Like, he already has a kid's mentality, like how he lashes out about things mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But he doesn't know what it means to be carefree. You know what I mean? Whereas Jennifer, I feel like she still has that innocence well, a little if bit. anything, then that's a good reason why they should be together. No, because just because you have that, does, the, what you're saying is that they should be together because Jennifer benefits from it. No, I'm but saying they doesn't. should be together because they complement each other. They don't. And we just established no, that. No, you established that. We established we that. We did not. Said, no, no. Do not sit here and lie and say that you did not agree. Because you literally say, yeah, I agree with you. I and then all of a sudden, now point. you're saying yes, no. Yes, I agree with some point. But I think what that point reason, don't you agree with I think with that them? the reason they compliment each other is because they have what each other is lacking. Okay. He does not. I just said he's not stable. You can admit that he's not stable. Yes, based I, off of how he's reacted to her. Jennifer also is not stable. She doesn't even know who she is. How is that a complimentary to anything? Well, they're a compliment in, as you just said, he doesn't know how to be a kid. She's too much of a child, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that Jennifer will ultimately become a stabilizing force because of her guilt about how she treated Malik. Okay, no. I'm sorry. I don't, I'm not a fan of abusive relationships. And this is like the, this is the starting out of that and what I mean by that I know it's like a lot of people within the fan community like abusive relationships because they look at it as like um and I don't like this is my definition of abuse I'm not saying anything about anybody else what I'm saying is like for instance um like um I'm gonna use an example where two like let's say all right you know Bakugo right you mm-hmm. remember um my hero so a lot of people like to put Bakugo with um Midoriya wow because they like that type of dynamic. They like it where people have push and pull and that they can have all that conflict and somehow they can get together and right those wrongs. And I feel like that is the basis of the type of relationship that would happen between um, Jennifer and Malik because they cannot be good for one another because they don't know what it means to be a good person. See, and, and I disagree. And... and for me, they don't like they may they have uh, so many examples of them being bad to each other that I think it's ridiculous to say that I want you to be together. Now, if you're talking about ultimately after they grew up, well, we and saw they in got, the beginning, like therapy, like in the initial that, relationship before everything happened to Malik, we yeah. saw them as a unit and it was decent. No, we did not. First of all, I don't know what you were seeing. But in that time, Malik was very good to Jennifer. Jennifer was treating him like she was not good to him until 
I want to say after that incident where he had that talking to her about, you know, everything. And then he let her know that, you know, I like you and blah, blah, blah. That's when she started, you know, showing, they were just friends. You know what I'm saying? So let's, I'll give you that. They were friends. But you're acting like that they can somehow let go of the experiences that they were, that they encountered during the course of that year and get back to a clean slate. You don't get back to that. Like you build, you build upon that and figure out how to reach out to each other, but they're not even there yet. I'm saying that's not what I'm looking forward to, to the next season. What I'm looking forward to is, um, I'm looking forward to Jennifer getting her, not getting her powers, but becoming a part of the team. But I don't know if that's going to happen um, next season. As far as Malik goes, I'm looking forward to him actually becoming a human being. And what I mean by that is where he has his own opinions and he's not just under somebody's foot all the time. Uh, for Jefferson, I'm looking forward to... I'm looking forward to him being more of a mentor to his kids um, in the aspect of superheroism. Um, I know that they said that for Jennifer's, not Jennifer, Lynn's character, they're going to explore her guilt for killing that guy with the shotgun and the consequences she's going to have on that for taking a life. Mm -hmm. Um, Same thing with Peter Gamby. What does that mean for him and um, Jefferson's relationship? I really want to see that delved into more. And as far as Jennifer goes, well, she's going to have her love interest, I think. Uh, I think she either has one or two love interests, but one of those two is going to be the main one for down a season. I'm curious about what's going to happen with the vice principal. That's what I'm really, really curious about. Um, because she was originally supposed to be um, Jefferson's love interest. But they was like, the main creator of the show was like, we don't want to set up that dynamic where Jefferson is basically going back and forth between two women. So I'm wondering how they're going to, what, how did they, how are they going to develop that character independent of Jefferson? Your mm, thoughts, Jasmine? I don't, uh, I don't know because maybe she'll be dating um, the police officer friend, or no, is he married? married? He's married happily. <laughs> oh look, he's happily married. No, she's not. I, I also don't want her to be I don't want her story to be connected to someone else and romantically. I really think that's a cop out too. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's really important to have a woman who's uh, who's functioning outside of a relationship and not desperately seeking one. That's also a stereotype. Yeah, that's now, true. I, I do agree that it's a very bad stereotype that women are always in a relationship and need one to be sustained and individual. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I will give you that, and I also appreciate that even though she's a villain, she's good at her job. A villainy, as a principal. Oh, cause like I don't, cause like she's not that she's not that great of a villain. She like she was so freaking blind, like she didn't even know Jefferson was Black Lightning. I'm like it was pretty obvious. She's because she ultimately cares for the community students. No, she doesn't. I disagree. I think she She does. literally was selling them out. Well, so was Gamby until he finally got a contract. Exactly. Exactly. I'm not defending Gamby. I'm like, he was selling them out too, but at least he got a contract. She still don't have that. What do you mean? Yeah, okay, so because you're not meeting her where she is, now you upset with her? Because I'm meeting her where she is now? 
Yeah, like you're saying, you're saying Jasmine. Her. That's like somebody who set up there and was abusing their wife for uh, who abuses their wife, and I'm supposed to be like, oh, I know, I can still like you because potentially no. you won't do it anymore. No, this is what she's doing, and while I disagree with it, I, you can see that she ultimately cares for the students who aren't powered. Like she's engaging with them, she wants them to be the best versions of themselves. That's like, called a snake. I feel like you don't understand how snakes work. Possibly. I'm done with you, ma'am. I liked okay. her. I wanted to like her. Let me see I her. wanted to like her, too. I will say I wanted to like her, too. So I'm trying she... to find excuses on why I should like her. So, yeah. I'm... that's. But I, like, you know. Like, and you're going... sitting here like that stupid dog laughing at me as I'm trying to shoot the shots. What? You don't remember that game, um, Duck Hunt? Oh, I don't remember. Like, I didn't. Who pulls that reference at a time <laughs> like this? <laughs> I God, the way your mind works is so funny. Like, you, I don't even understand the pull of that reference. Like, and then you be, then you get upset with me for not being able to jump to whatever topic that you. Need. I'm like, no, I'm lost now, Jasmine. I'm lost. Okay, well, we're gonna end the show here. As Michelle is trying to find her way out the bushes. Oh my God, we're gonna end the show here. Uh. You can follow us online at uh, Jasmine at OP Jasmine Me at the Queen Quania. That's Q U A N I A. You can also visit us on Facebook um, and Twitter, and you know, real Twitter OP is tweets. real OP. I mean, yeah, real OP tweets. And, and the I, website. Well, the website is overpowerentertainment.com, but um, we're working on that. We're making some changes in the formatting of the website. So if it's down, we do apologize, but we're planning to get it back up soon. All right. So um, thanks, guys, for listening. Let us know what you think down in the comments or whatever, you know, platform you're listening to this on. Uh, and let us know what you think. What are you looking forward to to the next season of Black Lightning? And also, do you want it to be a part of the CW universe? All right. Bye. Bye.